everybody, it's the Way of Rock Podcast with Jeff and Jack, and we are on episode 72. We're in a football lineman number. Justin Falk episode, anyone? Justin Falk. I have no idea if that's his number, I guess. Going, going a little sure. uh, before your time in the NFL, Mr. Ed Too Tall Jones of the I'm not, Cowboys. I'm not familiar with Ed Too Tall Jones. Um, Dan Deerdorf of the former St. Louis Cardinals. What's uh? If you wanted me, I can. I can't do this because I didn't prepare because I didn't know what episode it was. If you wanted me to get real savvy, I don't know if that's the right word. Real technical, I could go into seventy-two kilograms, which is a Greco-Roman uh, wrestling weight. Not freestyle wrestling; they have different weight classes. But yeah, that's getting out to the weeds. I I can't I can't think of a seventy-two kilogram man. Yeah, we won't veer off into sports then. This time we're going to talk about the upcoming festival season. It seems that the festivals are releasing their lineups and we, as usual, or I should say Jack, will be going to Rockfest up in Wisconsin. So we'll go over that lineup plus some of the other ones that are close by. But first, I want to send everybody to our website. It's thewayofrock.com. There you can listen to this very podcast and you can also click through to the store and purchase yourself a t-shirt. And uh, use Rock One, R O C K, all caps, the number one. Save yourself 15%. Just go to our website, it's the way of rock.com, and click through to the store and save yourself 15% on a t shirt. So it's festival season. Yes. Well, it's not. It, it will be. It's festival season in a couple months. It's festival announcements. It's festival announcement season. It's the winter. Which we, we always look forward to because the end of January, February, that's when. Everybody starts releasing their festival lineups, and as we expected, Pantera is going to be headlining a lot of them. Yeah. They're going to be everywhere this year. They are going to be everywhere. They're they're doing their own tour with Lamb of God. They're going to be opening for Metallica on part of that tour and headlining a bunch of festivals. Did you see the news the other day? They got dropped from two festivals in Germany. I did, and everyone everyone was getting upset about that, Um, but... I, 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 that that's right in line with how Germany has been conducted for the last 40 years. So I don't, I don't know why all these new people are coming out and be like, ah, I, I can't believe cancel culture. It's like, no, that's just been Germany's Germany does not like, uh, well, they never really did release the real reason. I don't know if that's ever been kind of confirmed. I know everybody was running with the idea that it was the whole Phil and Selmo white power thing that was like, 15 years ago. Well, no, he, he, there was another one in like 2017 that still, it's been a bit. I understand. Uh, German, it just, that's how Germany has been again for the last 40 years. They, they try to distance themselves from that kind of uh, understood, but it's not like that was unknown. Yeah, I, I, I just thought it was interesting that, that, that was just put out there and then everybody ran with it. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I think the 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 more the more probable reason is whoever the prime minister of Germany is listened to Cemetery Gates and he said, "Not in my country, get it out of here." Stop! It's a great song. No, it's actually on the topic. Of, this is a thing that keeps happening. They, when I listen to, for whatever reason, and I'll be nice to Pantera for the most part. I need uh, Apple Music to stop stop thinking. Cemetery Great Gates is a heavy song. If you're gonna play me a Pantera song, play Cowboys from Hell, one of the 
the heavy ones, don't loop the Pantera, the their ballad in with all my metal music because Pantera is a metal band. You know, do you know? Do you see what I'm saying? I do. You're you're getting nitpicky. No, I am nitpicky, but I don't. When I'm listening to my Get Up playlist, and they are gonna force Pantera on me. <laughs> Give me the one that makes me want to get up. Don't make me the one. Give me the one that wants to make me lay down. And I, I get it. When I'm at the gym and I've got my Slipknot playlist on, I'm not really looking for snuff. Even yeah. though, even though I love that song, that's that's not my. Uh, let's uh, lift a bunch of weights. That's my complaint. All right, fair enough. All right, so let's look at this Rockfest lineup. Rockfest uh, every July they do this up in Wisconsin in uh, Kadot. Is that the town? Kadot. Kadot. I don't know. Kado. And from what. You guys tell me it's a very well-run festival. Yes. It, it, Unlike it, some others that I've heard. I've heard uh, Ohio, the one there, Sonic Temple, I guess, is what they call it now, is is a mess. Um, I hear Rocklahoma is a good one. We've never had a chance to go to that one. I would like to someday. But looking at uh, Rockfest this year, Pantera, of course, ubiquitous. But you get Slipknot this year. We do. We get Slipknot and Godsmack. And with Slipknot, you get all of the Slipknot family members. Yes. Um, um, I don't know what how what order you want to want to if you just want to go day by day. No, no, you you can just you know get some highlights. It doesn't matter. Well, uh, I'll start off by asking which which one is Soul Asylum? Which one are they? Soul Asylum is a band from the '90s. You know, um, I, I got that much. They which one? They sang a song. Their biggest hit was probably "Runaway Train." Um, which was kind of a jangly guitar song, probably not up your alley, really. They had some harder punky stuff. They were a band out of Minneapolis. It kind of had a kind of a a rough edge punk sound. Um, yeah, if you don't know Runaway Train, you're not going to know any of their other songs. I see. Well, Soul Asylum is headlining the Wednesday night bonus bash. That's um, an interesting choice for me because. Soul Asylum and, and looking ahead even a couple of days, Everclear, another 90s band. And, you know, they're both rock bands. They're both had great songs. But it seems like Rockfest kind of goes more for that that hard rock. Like last year, the Wednesday headliner was what, Lita Ford? Um, Warrant. Warrant. Lita Ford was on there, though. She was there, yes. yeah. So, you know, Wednesday is kind of the bonus night, so you're not getting your top names. So, you know, he had a couple 80s, you know, hair metal bands two years ago. Is Queensryche, wasn't it? Queensryche, yeah. yeah. Which is basically like one of Queensryche's roadies touring under the name Queensryche. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting choice for me to put Soul Asylum on there with. with and it's just a weird kind of hodgepodge night because you got Alien Ant Farm, Gemini Syndrome. Those three bands don't really fit, which I guess is a festival thing, but... Yeah, I mean, I don't know necessarily. I what what could a alien ant farm set possibly be? I have no idea. I only know that Michael Jackson. We we seen them before. We have, and I couldn't tell you the first thing about and, it. And they like, I don't know if they came on and they did stand up for a couple minutes before they played <laughs> their Michael Jackson song or what. But um, yeah, I Wednesday night it, it's. It's good that Gemini Syndrome got a, got added because otherwise it would be a waste of time like last year's was. In yeah, all yeah, fairness, your, your plus year. one will enjoy the headliner. Yeah, but I won't. So yeah, you will. They put on a good show. I've seen them. You might uh, you might not know their songs. I'll turn you on to some of their stuff after the show. But they've they, they're not a metal band. You know, sometimes you got to not listen to metal bands. 
Um, I, no, they, I listen to a lot not of not metal bands, but they're usually not generic 90s bands. No, Soul Asylum's not a generic 90s band. Any home, so that's Wednesday. Tala's also there. You're going into them with the wrong attitude. Yeah, I, yeah they're a 90s alternative band. There's uh, enough of them. I just don't, listen, I'm fine with the 90s alternative bands existing and, and getting paid to play music. We got to stop billing them based off of their one song, because that means that they have a 45-minute set to play one song. No, I gave you their biggest song. They had a string of hits. Listen, they're playing Wednesday night at Rockfest. <laughs> You're not going to convince me they have a string of hits. Look, I saw them, last time I saw them was for free downtown. I, I get it, but they're a good band. You'll you'll dig it. So we go into Thursday, um, which is the Pantera Day. Get it over with early. Um, and if you asked me a week ago, a week ago, this this is the day to just take off in general. But I have been getting into the Ghost Inside because I thought it was interesting that there is a band that highly booked that I've never heard of before. So I did, I was like, how, how is this band I've never heard of before this high? Right. And so I, I went and I looked at them and they've been around for a while. They're, they're, uh, they're a metalcore band that's been around as you know, early two thousands ish. Um, I think they took a hiatus somewhere in there and that's kind of why I've never heard of them. Cause in my getting into metal phase, they weren't a thing. But it looks like they came back around 2020, and they're they're doing their thing. So I've listened to them. They're they're I I like their sound. Um, you have Ice Cube, which again, Ice Cube's cool. This is a thing that Rockfest has done in the past, where they try to sneak a rapper in, and I'm not going to complain about it. But I will say I don't get it. Yeah, I and I don't get like you're right. Ice Cube's cool. I can name you more movies that Ice Cube has been in than I can songs he sings. Yes. Raps. And, you know, a couple years ago, they tried to do the Snoop Dogg experiment. Thankfully, Snoop Dogg pulled out. We got Corey Taylor instead. Now, although Corey Taylor is much greater than Snoop Dogg in my book, I think Snoop would be fun. I think Snoop would be fun, too, for Snoop would be way more fun than Ice Cube. I don't know if that's true. I I, I feel like Ice Cube is just is going to be fun to... Like in between songs, I think he's gonna be. Oh fun. yeah, yeah. The, the the rap banter is always better than. I, I don't rap know if, songs. <laughs> I don't know if Ice Cube is gonna be. Like every time you see Ice Cube in a movie, he's he's Ice Cube. Yeah, he's fun. But I and but again, what the hell does he sing? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, so you have Ice Cube in this moment, the Ghost Inside Ginger, who um, I wanted to see in November and we couldn't. Orianthi, who I believe is a female guitar player. You are correct. Um, Suicide Silence, Vended, who's the Corey Taylor son band. Also, Clown's son. Just learned that yes, the other day. Plays drums. Fame on Fire, which sounds familiar, but I'm not familiar. Eva Under Fire. Eva Under been- Fire, we saw down in Springfield back in August. Um, we went down there to see the Black Moods. And I don't quite know how that lineup was put together because Eva Under Fire is probably a much bigger national band than the black moods, but they played first on this particular evening. They're kind of, a. they reminded me of like Paramore. Okay. They're kind of a generic, 
you know, female fronted, nothing special. So that's pretty much Thursday. Um, nothing, nothing too exciting on the the undercard. I call the uh, the sides the side side stage bands. Going over to Friday, we have Slipknot, which is a a fun way to end the day. Unfortunately, in order to get to Slipknot, we're gonna have to sit through. You got to sit through some stuff, man. <laughs> falling in reverse, asking Alexandria, Mushroom Head, and the Cherry Bombs. Um, but then there's also a few gems in there. Ice Nine Kills will be fun. Wage War, I've wanted to see for a few years. Crobot uh, making their return to Rockfest. And Saul, who has one song that I remember from like 2017, but I've always thought that they were kind of interesting. Then a band called Gideon that I've never heard of, so we'll see what they're all about. And then to go over to Saturday, which is probably the the best day, uh, Godsmack headlining it, Papa Roach, uh, Highly Suspect, which will be fun, Everclear, which I listened to before the show. Because um, I get them mixed up with Eve Six and Third Eye Blind. Uh, <laughs> Everclear definitely had more hits than either of those bands. Well, Eve Six is the the jump no, jumper. Is that what it's called? No, no, that's Third Eye Blind. That's Third Eye Blind. So Eve Six has Eve a, Six is they've got song. one song that I can't remember the name of, but it sounds nothing like Everclear. Yeah, but they have E's in their name. That's what does it for me. Uh, so Everclear is the father of mine band. I just learned that yes. beforehand. So another question. I don't know how Santa Ever- Monica was their big hit. How Everclear is going to play a 45, 50 minute set with two songs. The same way Soul Asylum is going sure, to. They'll figure it out. They Their songs, the people that know Everclear or Soul Asylum will recognize every song. Those people don't exist. <laughs> so you. uh Your plus one will recognize go, every song. Going into the... Uh, the mid card, Gwar. Yeah, I've got. I, I don't even know what to say about Gwar. That the fact that Gwar is still a thing blows my mind. Gwar is gonna be there. Then Dorothy is gonna be there. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Ten years will be fine. We've seen them before, right? We saw them at Point Fest years ago. Hey, I think so. They've been at a bunch of Point Fest, but they got I, the violin player. No, that's hurt. Oh, okay. And I don't know ten years. Go, go, yeah. Well, they're the they're the they're the fine with the fire feet on the friction. Oh, okay. Um, so I got the song right. I just have their uh, instrumentation wrong. Yes, I guess. Uh, then there's New Year's Day, which I I I know of. I know Mrs. New Year's Day's boys with Lizzie. Uh, that's all I know about them. Then we have Plush. That'll like, be fun. An exciting. Can't wait to see them play for 30 minutes in the daylight and sit through the rest of the day. Um, do love Plush. Wish they had a better billing, but I, that's fair. Then Dayseeker, who I don't think I know of. Uh, nothing really interesting over on their undercard on Saturday. So that's kind of the 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 rundown. There, there's a few gems in there. This is probably the most disappointed I've been in the last three years of looking, waiting for the Rockfest lineup. Yeah. Out of the, the three that you're the two that you've been to previously. And then this one, I haven't been to any of them. I would say that this is probably the, the least. Yeah. And, and so my thing, what I, I know for the last year I've been, I've been running the bit that the headliners are going to be event sevenfold, uh, tool and, and system of a down. I knew that wasn't going to happen. I'm not disappointed with the headlines. You just got the wrong festival because that's who's headlining Sonic Temple. 
Yeah, so I, you know, I think, uh, I think the headliners outside of Pantera, looking in your direction, Pantera, <laughs> are fine. I'm, I'm content with watching Zach Wilde play guitar for well, a few yeah. minutes before I leave. You get to see Zach. You know, I think it'd be a great idea. Imagine you replace Pantera with Deftones, and then you replace Ice Cube with Black Label Society. That that would work. That would work. I'm just wondering how over the top Zach's going to be with the the dime bag tribute stuff. So that's uh, but my he's over the top at a black label show. Yes, which we'll find out in a couple of weeks. My uh, we are yeah. my main issue is I think what makes Rockfest cool is I think especially that first year the mid card was really good, where the. Where I think last year, where the headliners were all right, you had Disturbed, Evanescence, and Shinedown. You know, th- three bands that I'll listen to. Uh, three and two and a half, I guess. Uh, I'm not going to go give you a full Evanescence show, but the the mid card is always where they get the cool ones of of bands that you'd probably see at a Pops or or a Del Mar Hall, but you could see them all in one weekend. Uh, but this year, I don't. There's not really that much excitement with the mid card. I think the headliners again, Slipknot, Godsmack, that those kind of make it. Those make the weekend worth it. I think Highly Suspect's going to make the weekend worth it. Um, but I would have. There's just a few bands that I I was kind of hoping uh, would have made the mid card that got replaced with a lot of the early 2000s wrist litter bands that I'm not too excited about. I mean, and I you know. You think that I mean to Pantera? I can't even believe that Falling in Reverse is still in business. Yeah, I don't know anything about them. I I know I think one song, but I I know that uh, that band only exists, and it's possible that I'm getting my emo bands mixed up. I'm pretty sure Falling in Reverse only exists because the Falling in Reverse lead singer, who has a name I can't remember, got kicked out of Escape the Fate after he committed a bunch of crimes. And as you know, whenever you're semi-talented and have a following, when you commit crimes, that's a booster pad for your next project. And uh, so we have Falling in Reverse. They'll be them. Uh, it'll be whatever. Asking Alexandria, it's a darn good thing they don't have their last lead singer, Dennis. They got Danny Warsnop back a couple years ago. So they, they've improved a little bit since then. Um I don't know if I mentioned Mushroom Head or the Cherry Bombs yet. Mushroom Head and Slipknot on the same day is funny to me. Um, I wonder if they'll get in a fight or something because <laughs> Mushroom Head thinks that Slipknot took their gimmick. I would argue Slipknot made good songs with their gimmick. Right. It's you. It's one thing to just dress up in masks. Yeah. You still have to make good music. But what's interesting is that's going to be... Which, this is going to get me on a little bit of a sidetrack. Okay. The whole mask thing... I think has been done to death. Whatever. Slipknot and Mushroom Head have been around for a while. Ghost has been around for a while. The other day I came to you with this band that I had never heard of until I saw the social media stuff going around with this uh, Sleep Token. Oh yes, Sleep Token. Which I guess is a mask band. I didn't look too much into them because I listened to one song and thought it was horrible and moved on with my life. Um, the it, it, It's enough with the masks. We get it. Well, I'll, I'll give you at least enough of... I will, from what I know, Sleep Token's mask is more the the practical trying to stay anonymous rather than the uh, 
mushroom head again who's trying to ride slipknot's coat that's fine and, and that's what ghost started off with too they were you know trying to remain anonymous i saw a tweet the other day that made me laugh um it was literally about sleep token um and it was someone saying and it, it, it was someone <laughs> i wish i could find it it was someone saying it was like metal heads not everything has to be metal. Every time you listen to a metal song that's not metal, stop saying it sounds like Imagine Dragons and move on. <laughs> that song does sound like Imagine Dragons. That was probably in response to me. I told you that. No, you told me that they sounded like Imagine Dragons, and then I just saw that tweet. Oh, okay. That, that made me laugh. Uh, because anytime you listen to something that doesn't sound like it was made in 1974, you complain that it sounds like Imagine Dragons. That song sounded like Imagine Dragons. I haven't listened to that song yet. You're talking about Granite. Um, because I haven't listened to all of their new ones because... I listened to that song and like half of another one. And I, I couldn't take it anymore. You told me that The Summoning was a metal song. No, that's not what I said. Well, no, it is a metal song. And that's, is that the one that changes genres? Like I don't know. I've only... Out of the ones they've released in the last couple months or so, I've only listened to the first two. One of which is not a metal song. The second which, The Summoning, is a metal song. Then they have two more that I haven't listened to that I... Don't care for. Ah, fair enough. Wait, we're getting sidetracked. Let's go back to. Uh, I thought Rockfest. I did think that Sleep Token was going to be on Rockfest. I will say, um, I was expecting. I was expecting them. They are from the UK. Anywhom. <laughs> it ch- makes me think the, the whole mass thing just makes me think of what was the that kind of rap rock band that was big like fifteen years ago. Um, Hollywood Undead. Oh, Hollywood Undead. I miss them. I would have loved to see them here. Uh, they were always a fun point fest bonus. Um, lastly, uh, of all the, the things to complain about, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, completing the, the Corey Taylor... Tr- tr- uh, what word am I trying to think of? Completing the family tree. That'll go a different direction. The cherry bombs are in town. And I think it's funny that they're not even on the In This Moment day. So if they're going to be In This Moment's backup singers, they have to show up a day early. That's true. Uh, and, you know, they're, they've got a, a fairly high billing on this day. They're higher than Crowbot. They're higher than Crowbot. They should be one of the, the you know, bottom line They shouldn't even groups. be. Listen, I'm fine. If they're you, not a band. If you want to bring the cherry bombs out and have them do their thing, you you put that where the professional wrestling ring is, where they're doing that. <laughs> Again, yeah, they're not a band. They're they're a circus act, which I don't think is an insult. I think that's a right, right. It's exactly they they do their thing and they're it's fine. And it's really cool. I saw them. Uh, I, I I'm not gonna say it's really cool. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't, I, I, being very kind. I think the girl that goes like in the air and does the thing in the air is really cool. It's it's interesting for a few minutes. Yeah, I I when they come out and do the. The whole thing, it, it gets old. Um, usually they, they have a good soundtrack behind it. When they I saw them uh, last in, in the fall, they had Spirit Box, uh, a few other cool metal bands that we didn't get to see the first time because they were still ironing out their thing the first time. They were just dancing to Slipknot. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, they shouldn't... They shouldn't take the spot of a band on a on a music festival because yeah, it is it is odd. They don't I mean that's something you would put like at the gate as people are walking in. Yeah. Like some entertainment to to kind of get people to their to their spots. And it's, what really concerns me 
and I I know that the schedule exists. I just haven't seen it. Um, they can't do that on the side stage, so they're gonna take a main stage slot most likely, so they can have the the room to do their ribbon climbing or whatever <laughs> it is. So yeah, I I again I think. In general, it's a fine lineup. When you compare it to Sonic Temple or Rock- Welcome to Rockville, you wonder what's the point. But well, it's funny when because Upheaval is in Michigan, and it's always like the next like series of dates. It's like right it bookends right next to it, and there's a lot of overlap every year. Yeah, and Upheaval has not released everybody just yet, but so far in this moments over there, asking Alexandria, um, Crobot is going over there, falling in reverse, Dorothy. But upheaval gets Lamb of God. Yeah. Um, see, the, I think that's probably the the thing that's missing the most is just one of those. Like last year, you got Lamb of God and Avatar. I think on the same night. Whereas there's no, there's none of that really, uh, yeah. especially in the mid card. There's no right. Ju- there's no like heavy metal bands. It's a lot of these. I listened to it whenever I was fourteen and sad or. Uh, you know, mushroom head. Yeah. People still hasn't announced everybody. Sonic temple, which is in may it's, it's, you know, several weeks in front. They've, they've looks like they have everybody and anybody. I don't know what that costs in, as opposed to rock fest or anything else about it, but man, they've got tool. They've got Godsmack, They've got Avenged sevenfold. They've got Queens of the stone age. They've got, you know, kiss. Yeah, I will say... Foo Fighters, Deftones, I mean, those the headliners over at Sonic Temple that, that's are insane. A, that's a funny point you bring up, because my plus one was hoping that Foo Fighters would be one of the uh, the headliners, and I can only imagine how pissed off I would have been <laughs> if it's the same lineup, but take out Slipknot for Foo Fighters. Or same lineup, but take out Godsmack for Foo Fighters. Yeah, I wouldn't make that trade either. I mean, Foo Fighters are great and all, but... Foo Fighters are great, but... I don't see them topping off a festival. Yeah. That's just something you need a you need an, a big you know sounding I don't know I, yeah you do and that's why I I can't imagine how we got Pantera but no the you, one you just, you just don't like Pantera no I don't like Pantera they don't make good music and it's not Pantera it's not Pantera that that it really should because like the like you pointed out the other day Phil Anselmo was at Rockfest a couple of years ago playing at like three in the afternoon with a backup band yeah. He's just got himself a better backup band. And now, yeah. And here's the thing. I think I, I think my Pantera disdain comes down to two things. One of them, I think, is going to be fixed just because technology's better. One, when Pantera was in their heyday, they, they couldn't afford to get Dimebag the slightest bit of guitar quality. <laughs> and, and I know that Dimebag was a, was a great, great guitar player. I can't listen to him play because it sounds so fuzzy and yeah. I, I I will say that you're putting it in a weird way, but the production and his tone was odd. It was odd, and and I think that's going to be fixed because it's going to be Pantera with Zach Wild playing. Right. You know, it's going to be Zach Wild's guitar. Zach, oh, hopefully, if Zach comes out with a dying bag guitar, I'm leaving. Hopefully, it's going to be Zach's. Um, you know, which is basically Schechter. Zach's going to be playing Schecter's with his Schecter, his wild audio rig, and it's going to sound great. Phil Anselmo has no business with a microphone. Um, and that's just, I, I'll, I'll die on that hill. And I think, 
I think I got to see Phil Anselmo play Pantera songs a couple years ago, and it was sad then, and I'm sure it's going to be sad now. No, nah, it'll be much better now because Zach's going to carry the show. Zach's going to carry the show, but Phil and it, it's like it's like uh, it, it's the same thing as going to Motley Crue, and you're like, I, I get to see John Five, but unfortunately Vince Neil's there. You know, when Vince sings, ninety percent of it is going to be him holding the microphone out to the crowd anyway. So you really hear the crowd sing the song, and then John Five does some guitar stuff. I would like to see John Five again. John Five uh, was there last year, and he's John Five. I so that which does lead me. I'm kind of interested in Orianthi. I only know of her from a Watch Mojo video years and years and years ago, but I know that she has like a pink strand of. Yeah, I don't know a lot about her. I know she played with Michael Jackson way back in the day. I think she also um, dappled with with uh, Alice Cooper before Alice Cooper yes. got his new girl that isn't there anymore. Yes. I remember her name. I can only think of Nikki Stringfield. I know it's not Nikki Stringfield, but it's, that's uh, cool. Nita Strauss. Nita Strauss. I had the initials right. Because Nita Strauss is really close to Lita Ford, and that was uh, closing, uh, messing me up last year, too. So that's Rockfest. I'll go to it. I'll probably enjoy it because it is a fun experience. Yeah, you'll have fun. Um, I get to see Highly Suspect, which is cool. Um, whatever festival we were just talking about had me hoping that Deftones would have been one of the headliners as well. Yeah, Sonic Temple over in Columbus, Ohio. They've they've got Deftones. They've got your uh, Avenged Sevenfold. They've got your Godsmack. They've They've got Tool. Man, imagine just the change of everything if Pantera was eventually. They've got Trivium. Oh, I was really hoping Trivium would be at Rockfest too. Yeah, they're not. They're now, not. we say this too, and Rockfest always has a few changes. Yes. So you never know less, what might happen. Less so now that COVID times have come and gone. Um, but that is one thing I'm hoping for is that we get a, you know, last year had a pretty, you know, day one announcement, had a pretty weak lineup. You go a, a couple weeks, the warning gets replaced with Lacey Sturm and all is well. Right. So. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, yeah, Avatar's over there in Columbus. Pretty Reckless, who was at Rockfest last year. Um, who else? Filter, another 90s band that you probably don't like, Chevelle. No, I, I would have. I've seen Filter. I would have loved to see Filter. I mean, a, Filter does run into the issue of how do you play for 30 minutes when you only have two songs, but. Um, I do like what's his name, Richard Patrick. Yes, I I think he's fun. He might be a crazy person, but he's kind of fun. Now look, seeing Chevelle on this, I'm I'm kind of hoping Chevelle does some just headlining stuff this summer. Yes, that would be great. In fact, a lot of these bands. A lot of times you'll see, you know, the festival lineup gets released, and then a lot of the the lower bands on there will be doing some sort of tour to fill in their dates. So I'm, I, I do hope that we're going to see Chevelle do some stuff. And the fact that Queens of the Stone Age is on a couple of festivals now leaves me hope that we're going to see some new Queens of the Stone Age music. Yes, I would have liked to see uh, Queens of the Stone Age as well. Do you know what I I tried to I didn't try to learn it because it's in a weird Josh Homme tuning, um, but I I wanted to learn uh, spinning in daffodils. Yes. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good cool one. Guitar song, but it's tuned into like like the E string is tuned to G, and it's it's all messed up. And oh, I, weird. I didn't have the patience to do that. So, so yeah, hopefully we'll see some new Queens of the Stone Age music. Blackstone Cherry's got a new single out. I'm looking forward to them having new music out. Um, 
We, I think Chevelle's going to have some new music out. Ooh, that'd whether, be whether or not they tour, we're going to hear some new Chevelle. I don't know how long we've been going, but it's long enough that we haven't mentioned this. Panic at the Disco broke up. Yeah, I saw that. I we need an I, applause button on your mix board right there. What's funny about uh, not to get sidetracked too much, I just saw a tweet about it. I already I knew that it happened. What's funny about Panic at the Disco breaking up was, is almost the same thing as if at the end of the summer, Phil Anselmo announced on Twitter that Pantera was breaking up. It, it was like one of those where Panic at the Disco for the last 10 years has been Brendan Urie, and all of his employees finally stopped working for him. You know way more about Panic at the Disco than I do. I learned all this in the last couple of days off Twitter because Panic at the Disco fans apparently have been clamoring for this for a bunch of time. No, no one's sad about it. Everyone's rejoicing. That Panic at the Disco, not knowing any of their music, just going off of their name, I confused them with both Fallout Boy and My Chemical Romance. That is an accurate representation. I saw. Yeah, I, I don't know jack about any of them. So much so <laughs> that I saw another tweet. It was a fake tweet. That it was a Fallout Boy announcing that Brendan Urie was joining Fallout Boy. <laughs> That's funny. Um, because Fallout, I think there might be a rivalry between Fallout Boy fans and Panic at the Disco fans. Interesting. So, so you're saying there's a group of people out there, two groups of people that can tell them apart. Yes, I see. And and those in those we don't want to upset them. They'll have they'll 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 Twitter DM us our address by the end of the day. <laughs> and getting back to actual rock and roll music. Um, have you seen that Corey Taylor, in addition to headlining with Slipknot and make sure, making sure all of his family members have spots, uh, he's working on his second solo album. Oh, good for Corey Taylor. I think that's been loose news for... Yeah, he's been posting a lot of studio stuff on Instagram. What's... Is it going to be called... So far, I think the working title is like CFM2. I was... Well... You messed it up because that I makes did. no sense. CMF two. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, is it called CMF two? CMF two. I got, I got my, I got my uh, initials wrong. You don't know how to swear. <laughs> I don't know how to spell or swear. I'm doing like four things over here. I gotta, I gotta make sure you get your applause. What other? Do, uh, you don't have to play a bunch of them. Do we have any other cool sound effects over there? Yeah, we do. Can I read them? Here, pretend you're gonna curse. Um. Fair enough. I can do that. That's cool. I can do... Uh, I don't know what the point of that is. I, I don't either. I can do... Why would it be a, a full-on drum loop instead of just a button? That's what I was hoping it would be. We, you can tell, anyway, we never use these. Um, You're wiping the dust off of all the names. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's annoying. I get stopped. Like the hip hop air horn, we need to keep that in our back pocket. Have this. You should probably give me access to that, <laughs> and I'll run the board. And you can actually add effects, but the day that I got this and I hooked it up to a computer and tried to make that happen, it was—it's not the most user-friendly thing in the world. So I immediately gave up. I see, because I don't have any actual effects to add. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm I'm gonna do one little. I don't know if you have anything else you wanna you wanna banter about. No, I'm about done actually. But I'm gonna go because there's a few things that I want to mention. I have to find the new releases. Hey, obituary is coming. Yeah, they're gonna be at uh, the Red Flag downtown. Yeah, um, that's cool. Well, 
we'll not go to that. <laughs> Just pointing it out. Uh, there was a new Trivium single that came out. It was a cover of Heaven Shall Burn, I think. Uh, Implore the Darkened Sky. And it's really cool. It has really cool art. Trivium, known for the, these last couple of years, pumping out covers in between their albums. Uh, they did it with the Sin of the Sentence a lot. So uh, that's a cool one. Give Implore the Darkened Sky a, a listen, either by Trivium or the the first band, who I think is Heaven Shall Burn, but I, I don't want to commit to that. Uh, other than that, there is not that much new music to talk about. There's a new Catatonia album that came out last night or the other night that I gave a listen to. Um, but other than that, I got nothing. All right. We'll wrap it up then. It's going to be kind of a short one. All right. Uh, I'll let you wrap it up. You're the you're the closer. All right. We'll remind everybody to go to our website over at itsthewayofrock.com. You can listen to the podcast or click through to the store and buy a t-shirt. You can save 15% with the promo code ROCK1, R-O-C-K, all caps, and the number one that'll save you 15%. You can email us at itsthewayofrock at gmail.com or go to our socials over at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at It's The Way of Rock. So for Jack, this is Jeff, and this has been the Way of Rock podcast. 